Welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your hearts? And how are your heads? Guys, what's going on? How are you doing? How was your week? Did you enjoy the cascading rain? No, nobody does. Oh, there's no such thing as the wrong weather, just the wrong clothes. Well, no, I can objectively tell you that lashing rain in the middle of May is miserable. Thank you, Mum. Nevertheless, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. It's great to be back. Got a lot of lovely messages after last week's uh, roast. I really, really appreciate every single three messages that I got. Um, Thank you. And to everyone else who signed up to the Patreon, I really appreciate it. If you haven't signed up to the Patreon, please consider it. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. Please help change my life and keep me on the straight and narrow. Emotional manipulation. Let's go. Nevertheless, guys, how are you? How are you doing? I have had a sort of good weekend, right? Um, Quite a groundbreaking weekend. I haven't had this experience before. I went on my first romantic getaway with Mrs. Roast in Ireland, in West Cork. Some of you may have seen the content from West Cork on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram, at Megan Mark. We went to West Cork. I was a bit nervous, to be honest. Things have been going well with Mrs. Roast. We're almost together a year, which is absolutely crazy. We're moving in together in August. I know. She told me not to tell her friends about it yet. I know. Some of her friends listen to this podcast now. They know. Anyway, I was a little bit nervous about going on a romantic getaway with Mrs. Rose. Just let me just tell you this. If you Google romantic getaway, this is what comes up. It means to go on a romantic trip with a lover or spouse. Like a vacation, but with no one else but your lover. Getaway means to get away from real life and just relax with a loved one. Who had to Google that? Whoever had to Google that? Oh, really looking forward to my weekend away with Alan fucking Turing. Do you know what I mean? Who had to Google that? Bro, if you had to Google that, you're doing romance wrong. I was nervous. I was trepidatious. I was cautious. Because it is a bit of a thing to be going away and to be spending a weekend in rural Ireland in a, like we've got this cottage, this really small cottage, which is about to be sold. So I was going down to say goodbye to it. It was in the family since we were kids. And you don't really have the sounds of the city to distract yourselves from anything. You know, this is just me and my girlfriend, just the two of us. So I was a little bit, as I say, nervous. It's not like going on a foreign holiday. You forget how easy it is to go on foreign holidays. You know, you don't have the fun, sexually inappropriate waiter to make cheap conversation with over the course of your meal. Because that gives you something to talk about. All you have is just the two of you. When you're holidaying in your own country, you cannot avail of the sort of distractive luxury that comes with the faux fanfare provided to you by a jaded by the way, Mediterranean man who seems way too old and way too tired to be front of house for this piss-poor pesto-pasta-pizzeria place. You know the type. You know the type. Every single holiday resort has them. He learns hello or goodbye in 35 languages, but he wouldn't pass a sentience test in one. The mouth full of golden fucking teeth looking like a cavernous cave of corn pops. No need for that level of alliteration. You know the type, though. You go on holidays and it's all about the fanfare in the restaurant. That If you're a boring couple, that's what you do. You can go to these places and you can actually have a brilliant evening relying on external things for crack. Yeah, hi, like we're here for the authentic uh, Italian experience. 
Could I please get extra garlic bread with my carbonara burrito, thanks? Oh, and some ketchup. Also, the next time you're singing that When the Moon Hits Your Eyes Like a Big Pizza Pie song at gunpoint, will you please do the Avicii version? Prego. I love Italian restaurants. I've always loved Italian restaurants. I particularly love the Italian holiday restaurant. There is no happier place in the world. There is no happier place in the world. The singing, the dancing. Hey, where are you from? Uh, Dublin. Roikin, Roikin. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, can we get a table, please, for two? Yeah, where are you from? Oh, we just did this. We're from Dublin. Where are you from? Scotland? Brexit, Brexit, Ranger, Celtic. Where are you from? I uh, know we just... Dublin. Uh, we're from Dublin. Can we get the table over there, please? We're here for the authentic Italian experience. Could you bring over two menus in, in English? In English, please. With pictures, if you have them. And, uh, yeah, we're just singing and dancing. Give us the full... Yeah, excellent. Where are you from? Scotland? Are you okay? Do you need a glass of water? You know the guy? He's always like... He's way too... Old. Do you need a glass of water? You're sweating a lot on your face. The banks of your upper lip have burst and now the sweat is trickling into the tributaries of your cheeks. What the hell is going on here? The authentic Italian experience in the holiday Italian restaurant. I love it. And what's not to love, by the way? The atmosphere is electric. All the waiters are friends or brothers, at least. Everyone's jostling and joking and punching and poking. It's incredible. Your man, the main guy, Luigi, you know, the older guy who you've just spoken with. He's, he's hilarious. He's happy out. He's singing, he's dancing, sometimes groping, you know. You know, anyone, everyone, everyone's, everyone's turning around their tables, you know. The tourists, oh, we're all leaning over our chairs to see what's about. Oh, look, what's happening next? Ooh, that looks, ooh, now that looks delicious, doesn't it? Yeah, it's fucking carbonara, Brenda. You're about to have the same goddamn thing yourself, you boring old hag. Do you know what I mean, though? We love it. It's electric, the atmosphere in these really authentic holiday Italian restaurants. It's very exciting. The hustle, the bustle, the red and white checkered tablecloth. This is the real deal. And then you're on the way to the bathroom. And all of a sudden, Luigi, the larger than life character, who was air kissing every man, woman, child and dog that was coming in to the restaurant 20 minutes ago, is maybe, maybe in the hallway beside the door to the kitchen. Or maybe he's out the back smoking. And it's the adult equivalent of finding out that Santa isn't real. The moment you discover that actually he's a real person with feelings and a heart. And he's sort of looking at his shoes outside real poignantly taking slow, pensive drags on a cigarette. And it makes you realise that this whole thing is a lie. And you've fallen for it. Will that stop you? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You'll be wiping out Germans with a beach umbrella by the pool come nine o'clock tomorrow morning. And Luigi better have his fucking dancing shoes on, by the way, because it's Helen's last day. Nevertheless, what happened to this sort of Dalmio ad lifestyle that was happening a few minutes ago? I thought they were all brothers. I thought everybody that works in this big Italian restaurant all live together in one big happy Italian house with at least, by the way, two wise-cracking grandmas who always happen to jump in at the last moment of the daily chaos with a sentence that both disarms everybody and results in laughter. Hey, that's Luigi! Do you know what I mean? Every evening, all the brothers are in the kitchen playing keepy-uppies with the meatballs before the granddad heads one of them into the pot. You've sold us a lie. 
You know, I thought this, I thought your bed was literally made of lasagna and all your dicks were linguine. What is going on here? The crushing realisation that that doll Mio ad with singing puppets isn't an accurate reflection of modern Italian life. Mamma mia. I can only equate the feeling to the one that happens as a child. You know when you're a child and you see something and are determined to eat it because it looks delicious, right? But you're far too young to discern that it's not in fact edible. You could only estimate the taste of something by its appearance. A trait that some of us kept on into uh, our later lives, am I right? No, Mark, you're wrong. Nevertheless, my proclivity as a child was for those little body shop bath bomb things. You know the ones, they look like sweets. But once you bite into it, the vile taste of detergent hits you all at once. And you realise you've done your tits. This is what it's like when you see beyond, you lift the lid up of the holiday Italian restaurant and you realise, holy fuck, these are people too. With feelings and problems and relationships and issues and concerns and worries and thoughts and dreams. What do you mean they don't brush their teeth with limoncello and use chorizo as dildos? We've been sold a fucking lie. What do you mean chorizo is of Spanish origin and thus this joke doesn't make sense? You're selling us fucking lies. Italian restaurants. Us Irish are such a hypocritical bunch of imbeciles when it comes to stuff like this. Have you not noticed? We hate anybody sort of mollycoddling or embracing our culture too much in terms of the old Irish and the, the leprechaun and all the rest. Yet we expect every single fucking Italian man to be using spaghetti as a skipping rope. You know, it's, abs- it's absolute madness. I was down in a local restaurant in Dublin recently. I was down at a local Italian just down the road from me. And I met this guy and he was the waiter. Hello, I am from Italy. I was like, oh yeah, hi, nice to meet you, man. Yeah, just order for takeaway, please. Si, si, I am from Italy. It's like, yeah, no, you've mentioned that. I'm just, just here for an order for, si, I am from Italy. I came to Dublin at 28 years ago. Uh, bro, you're only 26. So you're fully Irish. You're fully, wait, did you go to school with me? Grego? Greg, you were in my year. You're from Cabin Tealy. What's the story? Uh, yeah, sorry. What's the crack, Mark? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, no, man. Basically, we set up uh, McDowell's there, the restaurant, a few years ago with, um, you know, pasta, pizza and stuff. Just wasn't getting any traction. Wasn't getting any traction. So uh, me and Dad, uh, we grow out these moustaches and then we just speak in sort of like cartoonish Italian accents. Place has been chock-a-block. Um, Irish people love the sort of authentic uh, Italian experience. Is he, yeah? What's your biggest selling dish? Spaghetti carbonara. With chicken balls. Good luck. So as you can tell, I'm a little bit nervous. We don't have the Italian restaurant to distract us. Also, forgive me for the sound of my voice. I'm aware of how nasally it is. I'm still quite sick. So uh, I'm sorry if the pitch seems to be a little bit higher than usual. Anyway, off we went to West Cork on Thursday evening. There was a lot of talk during the week. Mrs. Rose was getting really geared up for it. You know, oh, what's going to happen? What are we going to do for food? We'll go to the supermarket in Clonakilty. Yes, but like, oh, we don't know what they have there. and It's literally a super value. We're going to be having the same arguments that we do in Dublin supermarkets, albeit in an exact same supermarket. 
No, to be fair, where everything smells suspiciously like hamster, but do you know what I mean? We're not going to Mars. We're going to West fucking Cork. The obsession with rural Ireland then begins to take hold. What is it? And I'm not being sexist, but it does seem to be particularly with men and women. <laughs> there you go, 2021. But it is. All this week, Mrs. Rose has become obsessed with West Cork and rural Ireland, reading up on her history. She wants me to, she wanted me to listen to the bloody West Cork podcast on the way down, which is obviously a superb podcast. But bear in mind, this is coming from somebody who up until quite recently thought the War of Independence was the name of a fucking Beyonce album. Do you know what I mean? It's so weird. The fetishization, is that the word fetishization? Fetishization of rural Ireland by basic, basic mid-twenties Dubliners. We're barely on the M50, by the way, on Thursday evening, and the countryside Asian takes place. The Christy Moore playlist is on, and we're both inexplicably drinking bottles of Sidona and Britvic 55, and referring to them, by the way, as minerals. By the time we get out through Thurless, she's fucking sold our electric picnic tickets on Dundeal and booked us into the ploughing championships. It's absolute madness. Why can't we just go to rural Ireland as Dubliners and feel... We don't need to change ourselves. Just be from Dublin. Fucking Mrs. Rose waving her finger at people over the steering wheel. You know the way they do that in the countryside? You do like the one finger over the steering wheel? She's doing that. We haven't even taken the turn for the M7 yet. We haven't passed the service stations in Kinnegad. Unbelievable. And also, I feel like I sold her a lie. I mean, I don't think she realised we're not like we look. We have this tiny cottage in our house. It's in our family. It's been there for like literally hundreds of years, and it's really old school. Like it's not like in the UK. Like when I lived in P- in London, and people would say they're going down to the country for the weekend. That's a very separate thing. That's like a class aristocratic thing. Like in England, when rich people say like they're going to the country, this means like they have houses that in Ireland would be deemed too ostentatious to use the venue for your wedding. That's what they go to in the country. Whereas when in Ireland we say we're going out to the country, it's like, oh yeah, we're literally, like my cottage has an outhouse. I shit you not. The toilet isn't even indoors. You have to walk across a stony path to get there in the fucking middle of the night, by the way, and then swat away spiders the size of small hands just in order to take a piss I don't think Mrs Roast was ready I don't think she was prepared her idea of a cottage in West Cork is something that you might see on Pinterest do you know what I mean oh it'll be lovely though it'll be so cosy curled up by the fire you know with a bottle of red wine both of our eyes staring lovingly at our fucking Instagram feeds there is such a weird ritualistic perversion that Dublin people have with the countryside what is it and like we all like to pontificate as well about our ancestors being from Kerry Cork or even Kilkenny if we're desperate when consulting and conferring with the locals as if we somehow need to verify ourselves to these bogger scum. <laughs> no, do you, know, do you know what I mean though? As if we need to verify our rural authenticity. It's absolutely absurd. The LinkedIn lanyard doesn't get you very far in Ardfield, my friends. I'm drinking pints here with people whose trousers smell like YR and domestic negligence. A place where the phrase hopya boya isn't said ironically or by anyone that's not a teenager. Jesus Christ.
But look, by the way, I'm not much better. I crave validation in many aspects of my life. And going to rural Ireland, yes, I fall victim to that as well. I desperately, desperately seek and crave the acceptance of people in rural Ireland. I want them to look at me and go, my God, he looks like he could hold a shovel. Do you know what I mean? And that's not diminutive. I'm talking about, I want them to look at me and go, yes, he looks like he could spit on the floor with vigour. Do you know what I mean? Indoors, at least. It's much like whenever you sort of contract a brute to come over to your house to, I don't know, fix the toilet or install a satellite dish. I think I've talked about this before, but it's an omnipresent problem in my life where I need to prove myself to strange and alien men that I am a man. Perhaps it's because I'm afraid my masculinity isn't immediately visible on the exterior. What with my bleeding heart my ludicrously embarrassing accent and my lactating breasts. Do I not look like a man? Do I not come across like a man? These thoughts wake me up at night. So whenever I do encounter a strange and alien man, I have to do everything in my power to fucking man myself up a bit. You know, the, the guy comes over from Sky and he's just there getting set up. I'm like, oh, how are you? Carl, is it? You know, and he's walking to the door in his overalls with the wrench in his hand. And the moustache and the brother called Mario. No, Mark, stop. No more Italians. But do you, do you know what I mean? Oh, how, how are you, bro? Uh, yeah, you're right, Mark, is it? Yeah, what's going on, Chiefy? Sorry? Yeah, what's going on, Chiefy? Yeah, no, here to install the sky dish. Yeah, what's going on, bro? Yeah, yeah. Do you want a cup of tea? Like, um, uh, no, you're all right. Do you want a cup of tea? Yeah, got a couple of beers, actually, upstairs. Can I introduce a couple of beers? Um, got some porn in my room. Don't know. You strike me as an ass, man. But like, porn in my room. You want to go in? Just use a tissue, bro. That's all I'll say. Yeah, no. Just going to do the installation here. That they still be on my way. Thanks. Yeah. What are you using a ladder, is it? I'd probably go on a ladder like... Well, yeah, it's on your roof. So, yeah, no. I get you, man. Are you get any plans for the weekend? Are you watching the McGregor fight? He hasn't fought in nine months. Yeah, sick, man. Anyway, look, I'm just off to uh, slay a few hoes, but look, uh, cheers. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what that was, but do you, know, do you know what I mean? I try and validate myself and let them know I'm one of them. Right? I do the same when I go down to rural Ireland. I actually find myself pushing on the fucking accent, like some sort of idiotic, idiotic drunken South Dublin aunt in France. Do you know what I mean? You know the one, excuse me, can I get some water? Like, why, why are you doing that? You're speaking in English, you're just pushing on the French accent. And I know that this joke is as old as time, so I don't really want to fucking talk about it. Excuse me, can I get some water? Thank you so much for listening to the Sunday Roast. Guys, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody for sending me really kind messages this week on Instagram. If you'd be able to, it'd mean the world to me if you could subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. Please consider subscribing. Uh, it would make such a huge 
huge difference uh, to my life. So thank you so much. If you are subscribed or if you're considering it, thank you. Uh, if you're not, it would be amazing if all of you guys could leave reviews for the podcast. I know I keep, I always forget to ask you, but it does make a big difference in terms of the standings of the podcast and the charts, etc., etc. So if you could take like a couple of minutes to just leave a review, preferably a nice one, um, and rate the podcast, that would mean the world to me. Also, share it with a friend. Please spread the word of the Sunday Roast. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Two out of two. I'm going for a golden month now that I'm actually uh, taking the sort of necessary steps to make my experience on this little, little old thing called Earth a little bit more tolerable. So here's to four shows in a row, which is pathetic that that seems like a milestone. Such is the extent of the misery of the last year. But look, everybody runs their own race. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you've had a good weekend. I hope life is living. I don't even know what that means. I've had four coffees. I'm about to die. Much love and thank you so much. Take care.